saw him taking like a file or something and poking it in his the back of his motorcycle. I'm like, okay. I already know where this is going. <laughs> I was scared when you were saying he had a file and he was poking it into the back. I was like, what? <laughs> no, in the back of his motorcycle. Okay. And I'm like, okay, I already okay. know where this is going. And I can tell he's in India. And I know what kind of snakes are in India. And oh sure enough, my. he's poking and poking. And this uh, like cobra pops out. Ah! Like, ah! Out of the exhaust pipe? Wasn't I don't know. It wasn't I, the exhaust I guess I assumed pipe. it was so the exhaust pipe. So he had pipe, the, the seat of the motorcycle moved off, and he was poking in the back towards the engine. Anyway, so then it comes out, and it's like it looks mad, and he like wiggles his fingers one side, and then with the other hand, like he like di- he like distracted it. Anyway, so then he gets it focused on this um his like I don't know. We'll say it's his left hand. And while it's not looking, he's got his right hand going behind it. And then he just grabs it and takes Eesh. it. And then the video cuts off. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> I have we don't know what happened. I'm uh, still pretty sure the guy won, not the snake. But that's but weird. I was just like oh mad man. skills. Like Scary. He, it, but the funny thing was is he so the snake came out and he kind of like distracted it a, a little bit and he kind of tossed the file aside and then he like kind of like wiped his hands off or whatever like he was so chill he like he knew exactly what maybe, he was getting maybe ready he was to do. like a exterminator or like pest control person maybe. that was oh, like someone called he's like hey i got a cobra in my motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a weird call <laughs> you know i didn't think about that that would make sense that's maybe that's what he it was. Know. Maybe yeah. I well, either that or it's a common enough occurrence that he needed Ooh. that skill. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, Ooh. alligators aren't exactly the same thing. But like, if an alligator, you know, somehow could curl into my motorcycle, <laughs> I would want <laughs> someone to get it out. Yeah. yeah, I know if it crawled into my pool. Right, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although, yeah, pool is chlorine. Around. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like big, but dangerous animals. Well, I don't like to think about them. Yeah. <laughs> But I was just maybe uh, yeah, that's true. I automatically assumed that that was his motorcycle, but maybe it wasn't his motorcycle. Maybe somebody yeah mm. called him up because he definitely had done that before. He was like, he was just like, okay, you know, like ooh, look over here, bam, I gotcha. <laughs> but oh man, I I would have needed a wardrobe change after <laughs> that thing popped out. Yeah, it be. But anyway, so I just thought that was interesting. I was just impressed with the guy's skills. I was like, wow. Like, Iron Man's got nothing on you, dude. (laughs) Well, I mean, Iron Man took a nuclear bomb into outer space through a sci-fi portal. So that's kind (laughs) of... Hey, I'm still like Snake Man. Like, (laughs) props to him. Ah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway. Pretty wild. So, yeah, I was doing that. This is why I'm glad I don't live where cobras are. We have some pretty interesting creatures here in Florida, but. That was one thing when I went on the mission trip to India, I was like, Lord, I need to not see a cobra while I'm there. Like, I will (laughs) do what you want me to do, but that really needs to not happen. Lots of wildlife there you don't mind seeing, but cobras, eh. And of course, I, you know, did the stupid thing and went to Google and was like, what part of India do cobras live in? Uh, uh. Everywhere. 
but they're like <laughs> primarily in you know the the rice fields you know and the marshy lands and then i look but up yeah, the everywhere. area where i'm going and as i'm driving i'm like oh look at all the rice fields <laughs> <laughs> and i remember at one point um we were the uh, mayor of the the village there wanted to show us uh their they were developing like a recycle program um cuz they they burn a lot of their garbage which is not actually healthy cuz it can if they're burning right. the wrong things it can put out toxins right. and sure. things so they were trying to come up with a program of ways that they can recycle things and certain things they could reuse as like compost so you know to do compost and then other things to you know reuse different ways so they were showing us that well we're driving and i'm like oh look where we're getting out there's rice fields next to it <laughs> and so was, oh man it's like oh i'm like lord don't please i need not see a cobra so i did not thankfully ah. and it was funny because i tried to ask one of the guys um one of the interpreters was like, "Hey, are there like a lot of snakes around here?" And he was like, "Ah, snakes." He was like, "Ah," like he like he, he didn't want to talk about him. And I was like, <laughs> "That's I'm basically like, yes." That was my yeah, yes. Like, yeah. Now one, we don't talk about them. One cool thing though about when we went to the recycle, not plant, but like the recycle mm-hmm. area, um, they had also coconut trees, and there was a guy climbing up the coconut tree and these are trees that are like you know 50 to 100 feet you know in the air and he's like he had something that helped him grab on but that's all he was doing like it's a coconut palm yeah tree like we like we see some we actually mostly have date palms i think but yeah but some of those like really tall palm tree type thing basically so yeah so we had so what they did was they cut off coconuts from the trees. Then this other guy with a machete, which you're like, I hope that you're nice because <laughs> if you're not, we're all in trouble. <laughs> he takes it and just whacks off the top and they stick a straw in it and they give it to us. So like, oh, wow. Like we had like fresh harvested coconuts and drank the from coconut India. water in India. It was really nice. cool. And then one of the doctors that was on the trip, he wanted to um, actually eat like the coconut flesh inside so they chopped that open and then they showed them kind of how to use the the outside part of the coconut is really sharp and strong and then use it to scrape off the the inside oh wow yeah Mm. so it was really cool so that was a cool experience that's really cool so So and there were no snakes i have to ask because pythons show up in florida now but they're not native to florida right no, are they, I don't, I don't think so. so. Are they a snake from India or are they from somewhere else? I don't know, to be honest. I know partly when I did my little research, they're like, the seven deadliest snakes in the world live in India. And so then I kind of stopped there because I was like, uh, uh, okay. cobras were the ones that always freaked me out the most because they have their little weird hoods. I don't know. And I oh, watched... Yeah, the little I watched Ricky Ticky Tavi when I was a little kid. And no the, idea. It was this show is. where they were in India and these two cobras like didn't like the people that were there and they were like plotting to like kill them or whatever and but the it's probably mongoose, why you don't like snakes. <laughs> the mongoose 
um, comes in and takes them both out. So mongooses are also my hero as huh. a kid. I see. Okay. Yeah, supposedly pythons, they say, are non-venomous snakes found in Asia, Africa, and Australia. So I don't know. Hmm. I guess there's different types of pythons. Yeah. They're not native native to North and South America, I guess, but obviously some of them are here. (laughs) They got transported here, along with the love bugs, I believe. Yeah. Which, thankfully... Well, they, it's because people away, were like, oh, I want a pet snake. And they're like, no, I don't. We'll just stick them outside. <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be fine. <laughs> no but one will know. Prob- it won't be a problem. it's a problem, though, because they, they are, yeah. There's yeah. like, there's a reason why God put certain animals certain places in the world, because they kind of, they don't overrun each other. So right. when you, right. like, do but something like that, it kind of messes things up a bit. But. I gotta tell you, like the the Everglades are like a crazy zoo out there. I think With it would like be all fun. The animals that have finally like gotten there because there's like the alligators, which yeah. I, I think might be native to Florida. But then there yeah. there's the pythons, and there's like isn't there like a boar? Yeah, there's out wild there? boar. Oh yeah, and there's, all kinds there's of stuff. Here, Florida panther. Florida yeah. panther, which I think is actually a, a native animal to Florida. Yeah, but I, think but I don't a know lot how of much of them are around. Yeah. So, yeah, you have, like, panthers and snakes <laughs> and alligators. I think it would be fun to visit sometime, but with, like, a trained hunter who, like... What, like, trek around? Sometime, maybe. No, thank you. With, with, like, with someone who knows what they're no. doing. No way. Because <laughs> uh, it would uh, make me nervous to kind of, you know, walk around on my own, but someone who at least... No. One of these days, maybe. No, taking a trip down Alligator Alley and going, oh, there's the Everglades. Hi, oh, that's Everglades. enough for me. Or the uh, if you take um if you go to the uh it's forty or it's Tammy mm. or whatever. T- US forty one. US forty one. If you take you can take that all the way down to Miami and you kinda go through like some reservations and stuff too, and that's cool. Was that the that's one time nice we way. I don't know, we went to Miami a couple of times, but mm-hmm. we took that route one time, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a really nice drive. Yeah, you kind of no- notice more that you're in the Everglades swampy area that w- with that road more so than the interstate because it mm-hmm. you're kind of going more through. You're kind of like on a bridge through a swamp on forty one. They're both interstates, but you mean like the? Oh, you mean Highway seventy five or US seventy five? I think. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because technically, I think both of them are. They cross states, I think. So they're both yeah. like U.S. Hmm. interstates. I, I think. didn't know that. You know, you know what? I better check this. <laughs> to the Google Maps. Fact check. Dun, 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 dun. But no, I, I, I don't see myself <laughs> wanting to well, take the, a trip uh, out there. The the boar hunting sounded kind of interesting. Oh or, no. Oh, or like the the was it? Don't they have like this snake hunt or something like that with the big biggest yeah, snakes? No. Like I mean, I, I it sounds weird, like and dangerous. So I, from that standpoint, I'm kind of like I don't know, but it sounds like it'd be kind of fun. Like I said, as long as I'm with someone who actually knows what they're doing, because I don't. Yeah, US 41 was officially designated Interstate 41. Oh, oh, but that's between. I don't know. That claims that's in Green Bay, though. Oh, is it a different different 41? Uh, yeah, Maybe probably more. 
Yeah, there's definitely more than 141. Well, I think... Are there 41 41 41s? No. But anyway. Anyway. That's... Yeah. That was a rabbit trail to get there. (laughs) A very, very long... Or a python trail. I was going to say, I was going to make it... Yeah. No, thank you. (laughs) Well... Is it time for... Name that PK? So, did we look up our scores from last week? Not technically. Oh, I thought you I think did. I was going to, uh, but I'm oh pretty right, sure so it's 35,000 so to 15,000. That could be a made-up number then. It could be. It's probably not. I don't think it is. I think I posted the scoreboard, so... Bear with us for a minute. Oh, there's also black bears. <laughs> As I say, while we're on the theme of animals, I can't sit here just lying around waiting for you to look at the scores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are correct. The, the quick wits. 35,000. Hashtag Team Quick Wits. The Super Sleuths, 15,000. Right. Now, I would so have... We played last week, but we just kind of played on it. Special edition. Yeah, special edition with Dad. And Dad schooled us. <laughs> so, now I it's, I brought up, now I brought it's my Euler time. Or Euler, however you say his name. Now it's my time to catch up. <laughs> I'm ready. All In right. your dreams. Dreams do come true. So our first one is an American pastor televangelist based in Houston, Texas. Uh, I think I saw the the blue first. Super super sleuths. Joel Osteen. Very good. For the record, I did know that one. (laughs) Well, I knew some of the ones you got, too. (laughs) Okay. You Um, don't hear me whining about it. No, you did hear me whining about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. But wait, does this He's bring me up to twenty five thousand? Yes. 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 Twenty five thousand to thirty five thousand. So yeah. We're still ahead. He was the That's son the of uh, John Osteen, which is another televangelist. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So this one is another British um, politician. This was the first um, female prime minister of the United Kingdom. Uh, Quickwits. Margaret Thatcher. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we, I saw her. And I'm like, you know, I, I we brought her last, we last about time. Her last we talked week. about her last. I don't think week. we ever said that she was a PK, though. I didn't know. I thought. Yeah. That, so that apparently, I feel like I knew that somehow, but maybe. I yeah. Didn't. So I guess Theresa May was, and also Margaret Thatcher. Nice. So there may have been. I feel like there was some type of thing where it was like comparison between the two of them or something uh, on like the internet. MTTM. The point right now, though, is that it's 45,000 to 25,000. That's the main point. That is the All right. Point. And that Margaret Thatcher was a PK. There's, <laughs> there's that, too. All right. So, for our final one for the day, or for the final week, is a, um, an American pop rock band formed in 2005. Mm, I know this one. Jonas Super Brothers. Very good. Jonas Brothers. Hey, that's multiple PKs. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, Ooh, you're is right. Is that 30,000 points? No. Yes. No. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> yes. For uh, sure, yes. Uh, uh, the host uh, is going to only award 10,000, but that 
Because it's one he does, answer. He does it's concede one it was kind of an oversight that is multiple PKs. What but if I can name all the Jonas brothers? I can uh, get bonus points. Mm. Uh, I suppose I'll allow that only because I think I can't. I can name right. two. No. At least one of them. All right. Let me see. I'll give you... Your competitor will concede to that point if the host concedes. Okay. <laughs> so I'll give you... So half credit would be five thousand. So I'll give you, I'll give you, um, since there's three of them, I'll give you two thousand for each one you can name. Oh, that'll make it mm. kind of uneven, though. Make it a wonk, wonky score. Uh, okay. I think <laughs> so it. I think it would be fair if it was just five thousand. If I can. If you can name I, all I'm three. Name all three. All right. I think that's fair. Okay. All right. So. Kevin Jonas, Nick Jonas is the youngest. I'm not doing him in order. And then Joe Jonas. Very good. Yeah, I only knew Jonas Nick. Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I Nick and Joe. Know, sounded I didn't familiar, know Kevin until looking at it. Yeah. Well, I should say I didn't know his name specifically. Yeah. Kevin. It's a different Kevin. Yeah. I was going to say wrong Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, not not to be not to hurt any Jonas Brothers feelings, but I named him in order of the ones that I like. I always thought that Kevin seemed to be the nicest Jonas Brother. But I don't know them personally, though. That's just I only know them. I only like, the only way that I know them is Camp Rock. That's yeah. that's the only that, thing I know the Jonas the Brothers thing. from. Well, no, actually, I know them from that. And there was something else in, that they were banned, in Sunday School. One of my, one of the kids who I guess knew the Jonas Brothers said that someone looked like. One of the Jonas Brothers, but I don't remember who uh, it was. Mm. That sounds vaguely but, familiar. But so I like knew them sort of by name. Yeah. But first time I ever like saw them, and, and it clicked. Yeah. Was Camp Rock. But you know, I will say that um, I'm glad you brought them mm. up because they they are ones that kind of inspired me. You know, with this podcast because. Um, they definitely went through some hurts in their church. Um, I had seen uh, part of their, uh, they did a documentary about it. And um, they're not even allowed now to go on the property of their church that Boy. they grew up in. Mm. So, you know, that it's, um, and there's two sides to every story. So I only know their side, right, you know, sure. mm-hmm. and, um, but it, you can tell that j- just the way things are handled, there's definitely hurt there. And I've not heard any of them. I've not heard, I, and I don't follow them well enough to know what their current beliefs are. But I know they're not out there preaching the gospel, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so just definitely my heart went out to them. At the but moment. There were s- <laughs> yeah, at the moment, you know, that that um that they, you know, they grew up in church and, but yet, you know, experienced hurt from the church and have definitely, you know, they have gifts and talents that they're not using right now to further the gospel. They're As far as I know, like I said, I haven't followed them well enough to know their current involvement. I don't sure. know that they're doing terrible things per se. You know, I don't, I don't know, but, um, but definitely not. I don't think what, you know, God had gifted them for. Yeah. So, um, 
so just one of those things again where you know just want to reach out you know and you know having experienced some hurt from the church I you know my heart went out to them just to pray for them you know for that yeah Yeah. absolutely yeah it's definitely really hard when you get hurt by a church yeah you know so Mm -hmm. but uh Kevin Joe Nick if you're listening know that you can come back uh, if yeah. somehow you, you're listening to this podcast made by uh, by uh, some PKs that you may not even know, uh, <laughs> you know, you can come back. It's yeah. never too late. That's right. Absolutely. So that makes the score... 45,000 to 50,000. No, 30. You had oh. 25,000 and then... No. I had 25,000 with the first question... You got forty five. That's right. You got do you guys two. do listeners right. hear this? He's trying to short. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just forgot that there was an extra question that you got right. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. The host okay. was gonna give you fifty thousand because he was way off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know so where he's got that. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Yeah, so So it's yeah. So okay. we were at fifteen and thirty five. We're gonna do a little math here. We'll make Euler proud. I got one question right. That makes it twenty five thousand for me. Matthew got the second question right. That's forty five thousand for Matthew. I got the third question right. That puts me at thirty five thousand. I asked for a opportunity for a bonus point, and you got extra five thousand. So forty five thousand to forty thousand. Okay. Somehow I gave you an extra ten. I don't know why. Yeah, I should have taken it. The bright <laughs> side is it's not official. <laughs> Wait, what? The extra 10,000. The extra 10,000. Oh, I was like, I thought the score wasn't official. And I was like, dude, you're still no, ahead. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh. We're, we're keeping that fact. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. Anyway, moving on. Making you look proud. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> That's homeschool math for you right there. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Which, we were, the funny thing is, is people always make jokes about, oh, that's homeschool math or that's homeschool grammar. But actually, not to toot like everyone's own horn, but I mean, <coughs> you're always, Nathan was always better, the best at math. And he always liked math. But mm-hmm. a lot of homeschoolers actually excel in particular areas and i think some of that has to do with that if they have a particular subject they have that opportunity to learn it more because and with self there is a lot of self-teaching that happens so you teach yourself the things that you like yeah when you find Mm -hmm. something in particular that you like even though you have to do some of the other subjects that you don't like you have those opportunities to excel deeper into it yeah Weird fact, I always struggle spelling the word grammar. I always want to spell it G-R-A-M-M-E-R and Mm. not G-R-A-M-M-A-R. Yeah. But now I kind of remember it because I remembered it was a thing that I struggled with it. So I don't Mm. know. Maybe I don't struggle with it as much anymore. But It's me and Colonel. Colonel? Colonel. Oh, Colonel. Okay. Got you. Oh. I always think of like Linux Colonel, which I think is spelled like K-E-R. And ale or something like that, like mm. a popcorn kernel. I think mm. so. Yeah. yeah, my my word was necessary. I still have trouble with that one. <laughs> Very thankful for my smartphone. 
But anyway, moving anyway, on. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving right along. So I was thinking um, just about talking about peace because I know for myself, I actually have stopped really looking at the news because it was just depressing, to be honest. And uh, but even still, when same, you same thing for me. When you go mm-hmm. on to even social media, you just look at things and you're like, like the world has lost its ever loving mind. <laughs> like that's what it looks like. You're like, what sure. has happened? And it's, um, um, like the Stephen Curtis Chapman song, King of the Jungle. Yeah. Where he's like, yeah, everything I see is telling me this world's gone crazy. Yeah, exactly. And 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 it's different things. It's not all one thing. You, you got different people mad and you know, setting things on fire and then you've, you know, and you've got, you know, disease that looked like it was going away. Now it looks like it's coming back and you could just get wrapped up in those things. And I just thought it would be, it's important to remember that Jesus promised us peace. Mm-hmm. And I got to find the verse that I want. You know, he talked about it in um, the end of John 14. Uh, it's like 14, I think it's, it's like 13 through 16, I think, are all things that he was teaching um, during like the time of the Last Supper. Um, and I think. Yeah. Yeah, are it's 14, for 14, 27. I was going to say, are you looking for 14, 27? Yeah, that was the. Or John 14, 27. Yeah, John 14, 27. It says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be trouble, troubled, neither let it be afraid. And I think that that's just important for us in these times to not let our heart be troubled. And it can be really easy to let it be troubled. And some of that comes from even, like I said, you know, watching the news all the time. You know, I know when um, COVID 19 first started well actually when it you know first started um showing up in florida i was really keeping a close eye on those numbers like every day i was looking at how many numbers you know and um you know i would look at the numbers and i would listen to all the press conferences and i would read all this stuff and it got to the point you know i'd listen to what did the governor say what did you know what's the president saying today what's this you know Um, and I got to where it was just draining me, you know, and because I was setting Mm -hmm. my eyes on the wrong thing and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be informed of what's going on and and live in la la land, you know, (laughs) right. But, um, cause every so often I still will check and see what's going on, what, you know, but I was, that's what I was like focusing on and feeding on. And I was starting to just feel very anxious and that comes when, you know, you're feeding on those things. And same thing with the news and, you know, hearing different things going on. You know, it's good to be informed of things, but, you know, you just got to be careful with that. And it's important to know, even when you're being informed, you still can be, you know, even if you just t- turn it on just a little bit, just to stay informed, you still can have that temptation to be anxious and, I think it's important yeah. to know that um, Jesus has promised his peace, and it's not peace as the world gives. The world 
tries to make a, f- a fake peace. The world's idea of peace is lack of war. And that is never really going to happen because as long as there is sin in the world, there's going to be some type of war, even if it's not, you know, an international war per se, but there's always going to be some type of, of disagreement. You know, there's Mm -hmm. people, they think, well, um, we, we just need to all, you know, accept one another's opinions but even ones who suggest that, they still aren't even themselves capable of doing that. They're not capable of just live and let live. You know, they still will, well, wait, your ideas are different than mine. I don't like you. I'm going to get mad at you. It's just, it's not possible because they're trying to find, they're trying to make peace themselves. And we can't do it. it Jesus right. didn't say, oh, I give you the ability you know, to make peace, peace, you know, he says, you know, oh, you have your own peace. Mm. Use it. It's my peace. I leave you. I'm giving you peace. I'm giving you peace. It's, you know, where they're trying to make an outside change of an inside issue in the sense of they're trying to fix from the outside a problem that can only be fixed from the inside, trying to create peace, but it really comes with a change of heart. And I'm trying to think, um, part of what he's teaching here, and I couldn't find it, was skimming it, but he talked about um, in this world you'll have trouble, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was, um, I'm trying to figure where exactly it is, but, um, but he's saying, you know, it, he was saying, don't, you know, he was telling them not let your heart be troubled, even though he was saying there's going to be trouble. So he was obviously he's providing a way for you to have peace, even when you see there's trouble from the outside. And I think part of that comes with having faith and trust in God, knowing that he'll take care of you and knowing that there's something beyond the world that you see. Even if the whole world that you see is falling apart, you know that God is it. You have a relationship with the Heavenly Father beyond this world. You know, he's promised those who believe in him eternal life. So. Even if the whole world fell apart, you know that you have a trust in eternity with him beyond this, and that will give you peace when you see everything falling apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, because I think if you, it's similar to like, you know, joy. People go, oh, well, in order for me joy. to have joy, that means that everything has to be going right in my life, and that's when mm-hmm. I'll have joy. But it's not always the case. No. Joy actually is just. It, oh, it involves peace, but it's just, it's a joy. And I think it's a, it's a look to the, the future, knowing that even whatever is going on in this earth is not the final, the final word. And it's the same thing right. with the peace that even though there's craziness going on around you, we know this is not the final destination for us, mm-hmm. you know? And it's interesting. Um, I was just looking up the definition, the Strong's definition with peace and talks about a state of national tranquility or this is Thayer's definition. I'm sorry, but this is from the Bible. Um, it's at my Takarta app that I really like cause you can click on the, you can click on the words mm-hmm. and it'll show you, you know, the, the Greek and the, or the, or if it's old Testament, the Hebrew, but it says a state of national tranquility 
an exemption from the rage and havoc of war, which is, is cool. And it talks about peace between individuals, harmony, con- concord, security, safety, prosperity, um, of the Messiah's peace. Hmm. Um, and then the Strong's definition, it says, uh, quietness, rest, to set at one again. And I, I think it's just, yeah, it's just important, um, like you said, not, not to try to use something external to fix an internal problem. Yeah, you're not going yeah. to bring peace by changing someone's mind. Mm-hmm. You know, which is what you're trying to do, saying, oh, trying to bring peace by accepting of this person, accepting that person. You're trying to change their mind, but you're not necessarily changing their heart. Only God, yeah, you know, working in their life. And they have to make a choice themselves. But the two of, you know, them working with the Lord, the Lord changing their heart and them choosing to follow the Lord. That's the only solution that they're going to have to change them mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. for them to change. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, a scripture in Matthew. This is Matthew 23, verse 25. It starts out and says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the dish, but the inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. And so, um, again, to the idea that you can't have peace just by by cleaning the outside and going, okay, peace, treaty here, treaty here, Mm -hmm. you know. No one throw rocks at each other. It, like, that's not real peace. I wash the know. outside of the cup, the whole cup's clean. Yeah, yeah. right. The important exactly. thing is no. the inside, you know. Right. Yeah. And, and because, you know, you can have treaties, but people can break those treaties. You can, you know, have an you know agreement, oh, you know, let's have peace, and someone can, you know, cause up something else. Yeah. You know, it, it's not real peace unless you fix the inward problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, this is something that you can apply um, to other areas of your life. You know, even within the church, you know, there's times where the devil tries to cause division in the church. And sometimes, you know, he uses church members to be at odds with each other. And that can be frustrating. Um, You know, we've had it before where... He's, you know, had people that were at odds with us and they were going and usually I say us really usually it was me. <laughs> but, <laughs> and then they're, you know, they're going and they're, you know, upset because of how I said something or whatever and trying to cause problems. I had one person, you know, they were upset because I, I didn't, I said hi, but I didn't stop and really talk with them. I just said hi to them in passing and you know and that can be frustrating because you're like what I wasn't trying to you know I don't try to snub anybody you know right. and um you can start to let that steal your peace because mm-hmm. then you can you can start to be like oh well who's who's offended at me today at church who you know who who did I make mad today who's you know oh did I talk to this person enough did I do this enough and um and that, that's something that you have to watch for too and i i like this scripture i saw you turn to a scripture which mm-hmm. one did you turn to you can talk to that one for a second bring this up okay um in philippians 4 
Verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So we're talking about peace, so I think it's important to know how do we get peace. And so it's mm-hmm. saying, don't be anxious about things. So whether it's what's going on in the world, whether you know it's a job situation, whether it's, uh, it's you know um, discord or something going on in your church, it says, uh, be anxious for nothing. Make your requests be known, may be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I love that because it's a peace that surpasses understanding. So it's something where you don't have to know how it's going to work out. And mm-hmm. that's something that I frequently have to work on because of be, I like I'm a planner. Anytime we go to an amusement park, I'm like, well, what's the plan? Right. You know, if, if the plans that we have no plan and we're just going to wander around, okay, but at least we have a plan. You at know, least you have a plan to yeah. not plan <laughs> to do anything. <laughs> so I'm very much I'm like I like a what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And the thing about God's peace is that you don't always get to know what's mm. going to happen next, and so. But yet you have this peace that it's going to be okay, that it's going to work out for mm-hmm. God's good and his, you know, our good and, and his glory. And uh, that's, that's God's peace. And it's a peace that surpasses understanding. It's above our understanding. It's above what we can understand. And so that's how you can sit there and you can go to church where it looks like this, you know, this situation, this, you know, uh, friction between, you know, people seems impossible, but you can go, you know what? We believe for God's peace in this situation. You know, you look outside and maybe there's, there's bad things happening on the streets, you know, or down the road from you and you can go, you know what? I can have peace. It doesn't look like there's peace, but I'm believing for peace. Yeah. I know Mm -hmm. I've definitely had situations like that where I'm like, this is crazy. I don't know how this work out, but I knew in my heart that it, it was God's peace it, that it didn't make sense to my brain at all, but I knew it was all going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That I was going to be okay. That the people around me were going to be okay, even though mm-hmm. everything looks really crazy right now, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and part of that, if you look at Philippians four, where you're just reading, uh, you see, um, verse eight, verse 8 where he says finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are pure whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things and he says those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do and the god of peace shall be with you um I, which is cool to see that at the end of, of nine, he said that, that the God of peace would be with you if you do these things, if you, things that are in God's word. But he said to think on things that were, um, that were true, honest, just, pure, and he, he has a whole list there: lovely, um, virtue, and it's you know part of you know, peace does come from what you're dwelling on. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, with when it all first kind of started, you were dwelling a lot on what is you know this person saying what's that person saying about the the covid and whatever else is going on and it began to make you anxious you know because you were dwelling on it so the important thing like if you're having trouble having peace is to make sure to dwell on the word of god 
Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what 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 kind of thing can you think on that's true, that's honest, that's just, that's pure, that's lovely, good report, virtue, and praiseworthy? Well, the Word of God fits every one of those categories. So if you're not sure what to think on, p- pick up the Bible and, and read it. And he says, the things that you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do. He said, and the God of peace will be with you. So he made a promise if you read the word things that you've seen and heard of him paul was a preach would preach god's word and he lived out god's word he said if you if you do those things that you've heard me say and seen me do he said the god of peace will be with you so where he talked about that before he said the peace of god will be which passes understanding will keep your hearts and mind in christ jesus and then he also says later the god of peace will be with you so it's both that his peace and the god who brings the peace are both with you if you're doing these things that's good that's good and uh one last scripture that i wanted to share was in uh jeremiah 29 and a lot of people are familiar with verse 11 that talks about, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, um, you know, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Um, but a, a couple of verses before that. And so the context of this scripture was when the children of Israel were carried off to Babylon. So they were taken from their, their home They were put in a foreign land. You know, they are now where their whole community, to some degree, part of why they got carried off was they were beginning to worship other gods. But they still had like-minded people around them. And then they got thrown in with, you know, mixed in with all these different people that were not serving God. And he was just telling them kind of what to expect that it was going to be, you know, a a specific amount of time. And it says in verse seven, it says, and seek the peace of the city where I've caused you to be carried away captive and pray to the Lord for it. For in its peace, you will have peace. And, um, I just thought that was interesting that, you know, in a time where he was saying, hey, pray for the city that you're living in to have peace. It doesn't matter if there's a bunch of ungodly people in there. Pray for the peace. And sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, as Christians, sometimes we go, well, this is all happening because there's all these ungodly people. I mean, I've even said that, you know, I'm like, well, you know, we took the Bible out of schools and look what happened, you know, and almost, but we can almost go, well, this this is what we get for what's Mm -hmm. going on. But no, pray, pray for your city, you know, yeah. pray for, for, for those around you. Because when your city is at peace, you will have peace. And that's mm-hmm. another piece of, um, you know, having peace in our lives is praying for the peace of our city. And so I just encourage you mm-hmm. to pray for your cities as well, um, even though maybe you know, you're realizing, oh, there's a lot of people that don't believe in God or the, you know, the leaders, um, you know, Nebuchadnezzar ended up, you know, believing in God. But at first he was, you know, he was making rules for them to, to worship idols. He was coming, I mean, he was an ungodly Mm -hmm. person. You know, his descendants after him were ungodly, but yet you can pray for the peace of your city. Yeah. 
It's important to know just real quickly here as well that you know it. We're kind of already saying this, but it definitely is you know God's will that you have peace. You see multiple times in the scripture. One of the the verses that came to my my heart, my mind was Second Peter one two says grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Um, and even as I was looking at it, you see the end of First Peter five fourteen. It says peace be with all that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. And you see even in was it Second Timothy two, where it talks about praying for kings and all that are in authority. It says that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. You'll see over and over again that it is God's will. That's one of the reasons why Jesus promised it to us. It is his will to have, mm-hmm. um, for us to have peace. We were talking in a ministry class recently about it was our, our homework to look for things in the Bible that were God's will. And that was one of the things that you know showed up. The reason that was our homework was because it says in 1 John five fourteen that this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we've asked of him. So you know when you pray for the peace of your city, you know when you pray for kings and those in authority to lead a quiet and peaceful life, this is God's will for you and for the lives of those around you. So you know, it based off of 1 John 5, 14, 15, that you know it's God's will for you to have peace, and therefore you can pray, and he'll hear it, and he'll answer it, and he'll give it to you. You're not asking for something that he doesn't want you to have. It's not like, Lord, I'd like to have peace, and he's not sitting there saying, Nah, not right now. Yeah, Maybe yeah. later, but eh, nah. no, he wants yeah, you to have a couple peace. more days of well, turmoil for you. Yeah. yeah. Well, that reminds me, it's kind of interesting. You're like just there nearby, but scripture, this is First Peter 5, uh, verse 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Like, God wants you to have peace. Mm. And so um, he can give you peace even when everything else is crazy Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. um and you can pray for the peace of your city and and you can be at peace you know and so obviously you know you don't have to have a crazy city but god wants you to be at peace and um in whether your city is at peace or not and we know you can pray for your city um to be Mm -hmm. at peace so absolutely all right shall we close in prayer yeah Well, Father, I come to you in Jesus' name, and Father, I pray uh, for everyone listening. Father, Lord, ask that you give them peace, Father, and uh, show them your peace, Father, Lord, the peace that you give, and uh, not as the world gives, Father, but that your peace uh, would be on them this week, Father, and that even though things are going crazy, Lord, that that they would be at peace, Father, and that, um, Lord, that their cities, Lord, that they would um, be at peace, Father, so that they can be at peace. And um, I ask that you would um, guide them throughout their week and um, and help them to, to be safe. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 All right. Thanks for listening all. It's a quick final little reminder we do have, if you want to send anything to us, we do have the email. Questions or comments. Questions, yes. or comments. questions, comments. I don't know, PKs or something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not that because I checked that email and then I'd have I'd have the answer before the host did. But uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no, we'll have to quiz the host sometime. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag yeah. team host. Hashtag <laughs> team host. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the email is 3pks at ibound.org. It's the uh, number three. Number three. Um, 3pks at ibound.org. And then we are on uh, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, YouTube. And then we got a Facebook page that we link to it on as well. If you want to check us out, any of those places or maybe a friend prefers one of those platforms instead send them that way yeah okay and with that we'll talk to you next week stay out of the everglades they're scary <laughs> oh wait but we just talked about peace True. you can have peace in the everglades which is good because they're right nearby to us so yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> bye